Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get right to today's top stories now with Chris Trankman. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. So cell service to thousands of Americans has been restored after those annoying Outages that left customers with AT&T and other service providers unable to place calls, send texts, or use the Internet on their mobile phones. U.S. officials have been told that AT&T has no reason to believe the outages were from a cybersecurity attack. However, they are investigating. Now, the self-reported AT&T outages surged in the early hours yesterday. Tens of thousands of people reporting problems, including you. Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, this is a situation that affected a, lo- a lot of major markets, including Tampa. Right. Although uh, I didn't mind it. Uh, people couldn't get a hold of me. And well, you got a little okay irritated with me. with me because you were texting me about something at what, like one o'clock, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't get your messages. And then I emailed you about something. And then when I finally got all of your messages, the final one was three question marks. <laughs> yeah, wow. Did you not get my text messages from an hour ago? Yeah. And then triple question marks. Was that in all caps? Uh, no, it wasn't no, in all caps. No, didn't but go that far. I was but... implying that uh, yeah. the all caps. I yeah. didn't actually put it in all caps, but that's uh, that's the tone I was yeah, using. As if I'm the one who doesn't respond. To text messages. <laughs> They're also saying it had nothing to do with those solar flares that occurred uh, on the surface of the sun at around the same time, and in part because the outage happened when it was dark. Yeah, meaning the flares were on the other side of the Earth at that time, and then there were some flares during the daytime here in the U.S., and then nothing happened as far as cell service. So they're, they're pretty clear that that wasn't the problem, even though the internet's full of conspiracy theories. And solar flares that would have impacted. More than just AT and T. Now, I think some of the other targeted AT and T. Yeah, yeah. Those are AT and T flares, right? Uh, I think some of the other networks were impacted, but they're saying they really weren't. That it was well, the numbers were way lower on them. Yeah, and a lot of people were saying that uh, the complaints that came in were because they were calling people using AT&T and therefore have uh, no service. And then they went on and put up a complaint. So okay. it's not necessarily that T-Mobile and, and Verizon were down as well. And weren't people calling 911? Yeah. Wasn't it in Massachusetts yeah, where this. they had to issue a statement saying, please stop calling 911 to check to see if you can call 911. Yeah, yeah. The Massachusetts State Police, this was the uh, post they put out. Many 911 centers in the state are getting flooded with calls from people trying to see if 911 works from their <laughs> cell phone. Please don't do this if you can successfully place a non-emergency call to another number via your cell service, then your 911 service will also work. So <laughs> people, I wonder if I can call 911. Let me try. Oh, man. <laughs> and then they get flooded with calls. So I guess what AT&T said, they said they think the outage was caused by the application and execution of an incorrect process used as they were expanding their network. I, I don't even know what that means. It sounds like a word salad. It sounds like a word salad, but it also sounds like they're trying to do a little humble brag in there, too. Like, we're trying to expand what's already the greatest network among all the cell service providers, and that's why it went out for a little while. Yeah, I can't wait for that expansion. Yeah, mine was great. mine was out from, well, I don't know when it first went out. I know Early in the morning. Yeah, it was early in the morning, and uh, before I came in for the show, and then it came back on a 
around noon. That's when I got mine back on. But other people's, it was uh, it was out much longer than that. I asked for them to put me last on the list. I wanted my cell service restored uh, as late as humanly possible. So naturally, but, they put you at the front. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Um, but it was a it was a big issue. Some people I heard the the clip that you played, uh, Chris, during um, your newscast. Uh, people were frustrated they they thought it was a big inconvenience there was one mother sounded like she was really worried that uh, her child couldn't get in touch with her for like an hour or two yeah and what about you know surfing facebook i mean what do yeah. you do when you can't do that i mean yeah. you actually have to you know think of something else to do with your life yeah so that's a big inconvenience for some people people just did they didn't know how to handle themselves uh and the one thing i can't wait to see on my next bill Will there be a little uh, little carve out there for the cell service that I didn't receive for eight hours that day? Will I get a little, uh, you know, dollar uh, fifty refund there, credit? No, I don't think I'm going to get that. But yeah, I'll right. Be when, when, it. when pigs fly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so at least one state lawmaker wants to know just how young students will be when they first begin hearing about the ideology of communism in school. Probably three years old. I think is the time to could yeah, be right when they can start to speak. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, a bill to require the teaching of communism is moving forward in both the State House and Senate. Democratic Representative Susan Valdez of Tampa asked the bill's co-sponsor, Representative Chuck Brannon, just how young kids would be learning. And this was during a committee hearing. He said he was thinking maybe sixth grade. But if you take a look at the bill itself, it, says, it says it requires that the history of communism be included in required instruction to public school students' grades K through 12. Yeah, the legislative text matters. Like, how many times do we talk about this? Look at your own bill. And if you think sixth grade is when it should start, then put sixth grade. Don't leave it K through 12. Yeah, and the bill co-sponsor was like, well, I'm not a teacher. I'm not an educator. I'm going to leave that up to the educators. (laughs) And the problem with that is it just creates all kinds of problems. And then if they don't like the results of of what the schools are doing, they they, they start blaming the school districts for not implementing the law properly. Yeah, that's that's the opposite of what we've been hearing from the legislature for how long now? They don't want to leave it up to the school districts or the teachers. That's why they've been passing so many of these laws, telling them what they can and cannot do. Is there an audio book of uh, Karl Marx? Can you, uh, like, while the baby's still in the womb, you can, can you play it for them? Yeah, I don't put know. the little headphones on your stomach so they can, <laughs> they can learn about communism. Maybe we should. Well, I think this whole thing is ridiculous, but we've got this story coming up uh, at 725 about the Black Lives Matter book that was given to a bunch the of kids. So book. now I'm thinking, yeah, maybe we do need to prevent this. Well, and and also, uh, you know, how are we teaching uh, the communism? Are we Are we teaching it in a this was really bad way? or uh, like a, a communism-friendly way. Well, I, well, think, no, I, I, I think don't in, think that's... in Florida they want to teach kids why yeah, it's bad. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I think what they're saying is that too many kids are becoming communists. Yeah, they're communism curious. <laughs> and so... Each other comrades and stuff in school. <laughs> they're starting to wear like, you know, red red shirts and stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, they, they need to, you know, explain just how terrible communism was and, right. and to make sure the kindergartners are well aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> We want to learn at a young age. Start them off right. So don't be alarmed if you hear loud noises near MacDill Air Force Base in the coming days. The Air Force Base issued a an elevated noise alert, and it's expected to last at least two weeks. Now, over in the military, they don't usually give away all the activities that they're up to. Yeah. They did post something on Facebook saying that uh, Tampa Bay residents can expect to see additional aircraft traffic in the skies. And they had a picture on Facebook showing an F-35. So I don't know if that means fighter jets or what. 
but uh, most of the traffic will be during the middle of the day. This shouldn't affect people's sleep at night. And then there was a story I saw where Tico, I guess they're going to be flying helicopters around as they work on the electrical grid and, and scope different spots out and all of that. So they were warning you're going to be hearing our helicopters uh, in certain areas and certain neighborhoods over the course of the next uh, week or so. So it's going to be a very noisy time over on the the Hillsboro side of the bay, it sounds yeah, like. I find helicopter, helicopters to be more annoying yeah. because they fly lower and they're yeah. slower. Well, so it when, takes longer for them to go by. Whenever there's one, especially at night, like if it wakes me up or something, I'll go on the community Facebook page and there'll be a whole bunch of people. Why is there a helicopter? What's going on? Are they looking for someone? Like people just always want to know why is there a helicopter circling? Whenever I see a helicopter overhead, I just uh, I begin to feel like uh, the character from Goodfellas. Where, you know, <laughs> I'm like, do, do I have uh, That's the only money drugs? we had left, yeah. Karen. <laughs> are they after me all right chris trankman with today's top stories chris thanks so much thank you right now let's get to today's top stories good morning chris good morning a husband of a tampa city council member has been charged in federal court with computer hacking crimes tim burke who says he's a journalist is married to council member lynn hertak and he was arrested in connection to a computer break-in at fox news he was indicted on several federal charges alleging that he participated in a conspiracy to hack computer systems and steal information. Burke owns a media company that has done work for companies like HBO, ESPN, and he's done journalism work for online outfits like The Daily Beast and Deadspin. And he was also the campaign manager for uh, Lynn Hertak. I know he's got, a, he's got a really big following, I think, on, on social media, but this had to do with Tucker Carlson, right? Yeah, apparently uh, he somehow got access to Fox's video, and uh, I guess he illegally downloaded you know some of their content, uh, and uh, I think it had political implications. Because, yeah, you know, obviously we know where Tucker Carlson stands, and we know where some of the uh, companies that he's worked for stand on on these issues. And I'm pretty sure this was footage that wasn't aired. It was some of the unedited footage. And I could be wrong, but I thought it had something to do with the Kanye West interview and the parts that believe so. Tucker Carlson edited out where Kanye was like blatantly uh, anti-Semitic. Um, and then that just happened not to run on Fox News, even though it was part of the interview. Interesting. Can't imagine. Happens. Yeah. Uh, so that was, I think, kind of the backstory to all of this. But interesting that he got hit with these you know, serious charges and then obviously married to uh Local politician. Yeah, I remember when the house was raided last year. It was May yeah. of last year. We didn't know house, what happened. Yeah, and we were wondering. So here it here it is. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Tucker Carlson talks about being a journalist, and I, and he says he's a journalist. And what he's saying is that he was just trying to show what the truth was, right? Which right. Is ultimately, what journalism is supposed to be about. I think the problem here, though, is that you know Fox has a right to have security on its computers. Yeah. And even though you may be exposing things that uh, happened or video clips that were not aired. That doesn't mean they belong to him. Exactly. Right. That yeah. was that seems to be at the heart of the problem here. Uh, and I think he's he's built up that social media following that he has um, because of, you know, the left wing stuff, the content that he puts out there. So when he got a hold of this, uh, of course, he was going to you know run with it. But it was how he got a hold of it. That was the problem at the heart of all of this. And, you know, it is interesting because and I think this is important to point out, we talk so much about uh, the justice system in this country and, and uh, both sides think that it's a mess. They've lost faith in the institution. But when you kind of take a step back, I mean, yes, uh, they're going after Trump 
also going after Bob Menendez. They're also, you know, uh, there's a court case involving Hunter Biden. Uh, this incident uh, involving Fox News. They went after this person who uh, clearly breached Fox News's uh, security and taken yeah, that. Yeah, maybe footage. the deep state's not so one sided after well, all. Well, I'm just pointing out that, uh, you know, when you take a step back for a second, uh, you can see, you know, there are cases that, that both sides probably aren't very happy about. Yeah, absolutely. So legislation designed to release secret transcripts of a 2006 Palm Beach County grand jury that considered charges against Jeffrey Epstein passed the Florida Senate unanimously this week. Governor Ron DeSantis says he will sign the bill into law. Now, this may not actually matter because apparently a judge has already ordered these documents to be released. They, they essentially what's going on here is that the Palm Beach Post sued in 2019 to give the public and Epstein's victims a chance to see what the grand jury was contemplating when they decided to only charge him with one case involving young girls yeah. and women who were, you know, allegedly deceived into, you know, sex activity mm-hmm. and taken to his secret island. And, uh, you know, this will give some insight as to what they were considering. Now, one of the criticisms of grand juries is that they're essentially controlled by the prosecutor. And the kinds of things that the people on that grand jury see are, are controlled by one side. It's one side. side. It's yeah. one-sided, right. So That's why it, they say you can indict a ham sandwich. So, yeah, a prosecutor can put things there that would perhaps get a grand jury to, to lead to charges mm-hmm. or maybe leaves things out so that charges aren't filed. And I think that's where the concern is yeah. here. Did the prosecutor go soft on Jeffrey Epstein on some very serious charges involving uh, women and sex trafficking? And there's still a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, there's Jeffrey definitely Epstein. a lot of unanswered questions. I watched the Netflix documentary called Filthy Rich about him. And oh, it really? deals with some of this stuff. Yeah, and it talks about why, you know, the grand jury and how they didn't charge him with much. And he was doing all kinds of awful things. Yeah, well, he had a lot of powerful friends. And that's, definitely. that's uh, what comes into play. That's what you wonder about. I wonder if we'll learn anything really new from these documents. Because recently we... We had a couple of updates uh, tied to Jeffrey Epstein. What did we talk about? I think uh, it was the amount of times that like Bill Clinton oh, and Trump names and, were mentioned yeah, in the documents. Yeah. But some of it was just like so-and-so was an associate or somebody right. happened to be at a party. So there were a lot of names in there, but it didn't really implicate that they did anything wrong. Yeah, exactly. That was the, the latest revelation. So we'll see what this brings. Should be interesting. So it's been nearly a year since a Largo attorney disappeared from his office. Now, the accused killer sits behind bars, and the attorney for Stephen Kazi and his family say they have taken the first steps to closure in this case. Now, you recall, they never found the body. No. But they did charge the suspect with murder. They've just reached a settlement of a million dollars with the owner of the property where prosecutors said Kazi was killed, M.H. Belcher property. Now, the lawsuit contended that they didn't provide enough security that allowed the killer to just waltz onto the property, mm-hmm. drag him to a bathroom, and and kill him. So they uh, came to some kind of an agreement, uh, in part through an insurance policy, and uh, hopefully this will, at least on the civil side, yeah. uh, lead to, to some closure. The problem is they still haven't solved the whole criminal case. Right. This is the one where they think, I think they tracked the suspect's vehicle down to South Florida, and they think that maybe the body was dumped uh, in like a dump somewhere along a trash alley. dump or yeah. something. Yeah. Also, they remember they were searching the trash dumps, right? And they just haven't been able to find it. And yeah. unfortunately, here in Florida, 
the, you, you go out in the wilderness and, you know, whether it's the heat mm-hmm. or the animals that are out there or whatever, uh, you can make things disappear. Yeah. And, and I think that that's the concern here that they may never find the body and therefore never get an exact, uh, you know, complete story as to what happened. Right. And it was a way the suspect was able to just get in and out of the, the building like that. Right. A couple of times because yeah. he had kind of been in there and scoped everything out mm-hmm. and then went back in and was able to kill the guy in the bathroom and get him out on some kind of a cart or something. Right. I think there's security footage. So yeah, he was able to get in and out of that building really easily. Yeah. All right. Chris Strankman with today's top stories. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. The Ryan Gorman Show on News Radio WFLA. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ryan Gorman Show and find us online at RyanGormanShow.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.